Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The continuing quest to find proof that people will steal anything at any time and anywhere now takes us to Wanette, Oklahoma. It's a small town southeast of Oklahoma City and is home to 350 residents, although it does have a tag agency, which in Oklahoma is a private business contracted by the state to issue vehicle license plates and driver's licenses. Someone broke into the tag agency over the weekend and stole a safe but not until they could also steal a forklift from the neighboring business to pry the back door open and a cherry picker to hoist the 4,000-pound safe into their waiting white pickup. The two-ton safe was found two days later, empty and still sitting on the bed of the truck. But the truck bed had somehow been removed entirely from the rest of the vehicle. (laughs) Police now knew they were looking for half a truck driving around and soon arrested two people they believe responsible one of the officer or officers say one of the guys wearing an ankle monitor from a previous conviction and the GPS tracker in that placed him at the scene of the crime. That's a lot of work. <laughs> that is a lot of work for a robbery, don't you think? Agreed. I've got to go next door right? and steal stuff to steal over That's here. Right. We've got to break in. There's heavy lifting. I'm going to get a cherry picker. got to yeah. take the bed off the truck, yeah. which won't look suspicious. No, not at all. You see that all the time. <laughs> well, maybe in Oklahoma you do. Well, maybe there, yes. I've never been there. <laughs> well, Cliff, things are never what they seem. Yeah. And that's kind of like a little bug on me this morning. Okay. What do you, I'm, I'm well, not sure where, what's going on. What's up? Selena Gomez is in the news. Selena Gomez. Yes. Okay. You know, she's a very, very yeah. famous singer, and yeah. she now admits that, well, that she has bought multiple copies of her own <laughs> album to boost her position of her sales on the charts. And I mean, like, so a bunch of, like not like two or three, a whole bunch. <laughs> she bought her own records. Yes. Trying to improve her chart. Look. Isn't that sad? No, I agree. And you got to wonder who else has done that. I'm just saying. We don't have any proof. No, no. Other than her admission, but we got to wonder if somebody else has done that as well. That's kind of like ratings for radio. I mean, we might as well just throw it out there, Cliff, and come clean with it. What's that? It happens in radio, too, with ratings. I mean, it's really why Cliff and I... That's listen right. to this program here. Right. If it weren't for the ratings, I wouldn't listen. I wouldn't either. <laughs> well, Amazon is testing a new method of payment, which allows you okay. and I to yeah. simply wave. That's all we have to do. <laughs> you just wave. Wave. Okay. There's nothing to swipe. There's nothing to touch. Okay. No one to even talk to. Can we have jobs like that, Cliff? <laughs> Where we just wave? We just show up in the morning. <laughs> There's no one to talk to. We wave. We wave. And we and, get paid. And we get paid and go home. I like that. I like that too. <laughs> Fingers crossed. We can hope. We can hope. We can hope. We, there was a clash of bad humor and technology in Detroit last week, but first, let me set the stage. Now, those who have used Wi-Fi will know that each wireless network that you can connect to has a name. There's a default name assigned when you take the router out of the box, and there's also the option to customize it. 
That, of course, leads some people to give their home Wi-Fi networks names they think funny, like, say, FBI surveillance van. Well, that's real original. Many phones offer something similar. For instance, I can share the internet connection on my phone provided my, by my cell carrier with my laptop via Wi-Fi if there's no other connection available for my laptop. And right with the right data plan, the entire family can hook up to one phone and play games and surf the web anywhere. Which leads us to the problem last Thursday. Now, anyone boarding an airplane these days will be required to put their phone in airplane mode, thus shutting off all communications by the phone, either Wi-Fi or cell, lest those transmissions interfere with the plane's navigational systems. And apparently, they watch for that a lot closer than you might realize, as the crew of a Delta Connection flight brought law enforcement on the plane last week after someone refused to shut off their personal Wi-Fi network, which they had conveniently renamed Remote Detonator. <laughs> Not a Wi-Fi name you want in the airport. <laughs> I would have thought you'd have, you know, thought to yourself. Yeah. Perhaps I, uh, amongst anyone, yeah. should put my phone. <laughs> That's right. Because I've named my Wi-Fi Remote Detonator. Yes, that might raise an eyebrow or <laughs> and two. I'm sitting in seat 27A. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> You're Come right. with me. Well, this Sunday, it's the Grammys. Now, I'll admit, Cliff, I don't stay up and watch the Grammys anymore. I used to watch them all the time. All the time, I would yes, watch them. right. But I don't anymore. Agreed. But I did hear and read this morning that Aerosmith yeah. will be performing at the Grammys this Sunday. <laughs> Aerosmith. Yes. So, parents, yeah. be advised, get ready for your kids to ask the question, yeah. who's that old lady screaming into the microphone? <laughs> And the answer is <laughs> yeah. Steven Tyler. That's, That's right. who it is. Uh, 71-year-old Steven Tyler. Yes, he's going... I'm telling you, he he seems like he's going through a metamorphosis every time <laughs> I see him. Well, Cliff, there's been a lot of talk going on about yeah. the lack of female artists being played on country radio. Yes, and that's not new. That's not I new. I mean, it's gotten a lot louder in over the past year or so, but it's not really a new thing. No, it's not a new thing. And, and it's uh, unfortunate that we have to have this discussion. Yes, right. but it is true. And uh, I know a lot of times award ceremonies will come out and they'll yeah. give you the nominees and there will be lady artists on there that yeah. we have never received a recording from and they're yes. up for an uh, and so, award. And in, I mean, people blame country radio as if we're all responsible. But if we don't get songs to play, we don't know we need to play them. That's right. <laughs> And that's kind of been the little yeah. secret in radio, the folks yeah. that actually program the music. Like yeah. we have a system, a company that does it for us yes. hour after hour. Mm -hmm. You'll never find ever two female artists back to back. Right. Because that's the big no-no. So I was thinking, Cliff, yeah. CMT, yeah. they've decided to give now equal airtime on their videos. They play them early in the morning from like 4 till 9 in the morning. And they used to have a 60-40 weighted combination okay now they're going to go 50 50 okay and which is a pretty good idea yeah 50 50 from now on and i was wondering yeah do you think it would be possible yeah. for us to play an entire hour of nothing but female artists <laughs> i think that would not only possible i think it would be a fabulous idea you think people would like it though? i think people would like it yes because that's the big thing if you play two i mean that's what that's what the um i don't know what do you call that the the traditional line of thinking you can't play two women back to back no, yes. people won't like that they'll nope. tune away they'll i, tune I propose that we play the entire hour of all female country singers and people will actually like it 
I'd like to do that on Friday, but I can't think of a catchy little name to... On Friday? To, yes, but I can't think of a name. So like from 9 to 10 Friday? Yes. All women? If I could come up... Now, that means Lady A's out. No, because... No, that's true. I mean... I mean... Um, because... There's two gentlemen in there. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't play them. Well, if we could come up with a name on Friday. On Friday. Maybe a we name. could get some help. You mean like someone could potentially text us a name? 812-682-0520. Text us what you think we should call the uh, all-female hour from 9 to 10 on Friday. Well, Herbie said it's 743, and yep. I'll have to say, Cliff, the response mm-hmm. to the all-female hour has been <laughs> yes. quite popular on Ag- text messages. Agreed. We have had a ton of great ideas yes. on what to call all of this. Now, could we start it at 8 o'clock today? No, custom <laughs> music's already in the system, and it's right. a pain right. to change all so of that. So we, we, we need have to have a little uh, leeway there. We need to, to work. The thing most people don't realize is that sometimes we actually plan ahead. <laughs> yes, sometimes. <laughs> and with the layout of the music, that's one of those things. So we need to plan to do this on Friday. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, we could start off at 8 o'clock this morning. <laughs> Then uh, yeah. the owners get real nervous when right. we start doing that. <laughs> they don't like us messing with that stuff. No, they don't. Not at all. <laughs> well, Cliff, I think it's a great idea. and we've been, I totally uh, agree. We've been getting the same three times now yeah. the name for this on Friday. Okay. And let me just point out that we also heard someone from someone who said, why give it a name at all? Just do it. I totally agree. We need to do it. But by giving it a name, we're calling out the fact that the disparity exists. And it exists not only in the music business, but in the radio business, because that line of thought, you can't play two females back to back, people will go away, I believe is wrong. And so we're going to demonstrate that it actually is wrong. So see, go ahead. See yeah. why he makes more money than I do. <laughs> huh? Is it any, is it any surprise right but, now? But so, and so we need to have a name for this event. Well, Cliff, it's been up three times and we've probably got... 20 different responses, so I think we'll go with the one that seems to be the most popular from our listeners. And which one was that? The Fabulous Female Friday. Oh, I like that. I like that, too. It kind of rolls off the tongue, too, when you say it. Fabulous Female Friday. That'll be this Friday from 9 till 10. Weed, it's been called the American Dream. Owning a home, getting a good education, and living a better life than your parents. Not only something that mom and dad wants for you, it's also something that you strive for. It's why you get out of bed every day, fight the good fight, and come home in the evening to relax and reflect on the day's accomplishments. And it's something that you want, no matter your economic background. But information published Monday shows achieving that American dream is proving to be much harder than it used to be. The World Economic Forum's Global Social Mobility Index ranked 82 countries on how well their citizens can fulfill that potential, regardless of how much money their parents had. It ranks the economies of those countries across several dimensions, including health, education, access to technology, and work and wage opportunities. And the list shows it's much easier to get the American dream if you're born in Canada, (laughs) or Germany, or Japan, or France, or Sweden, or Iceland. In fact, the U.S. finished 27th. (laughs) So what you're saying is I'm really not living the American dream. No, you're not. This describes me perfectly, Cliff. I'm in the 70% of all people here in the United States that have no first aid training and would be of little (laughs) use in a medical emergency. What was that percentage again? Just over 70%. (laughs) No training. so, you know, you always hear about um, when there's some kind of an emergency and people are standing around 
Like they don't know what to do. Yes. It's because they actually don't know what to do. Exactly. That would be me. <laughs> you know, if something happened in front of me and you were injured, say, yeah, yeah. here at Country 98.1, yes. me running around the studio saying, Cliff's going to die, doesn't do you any <laughs> no, that, good. That's not, there's no help there. There's that's none. not first aid. No, and so that's the best I could do for you, Cliff, no matter yeah. what. Well, thanks. If you sprain an ankle... <laughs> Right. I would be screaming. And, and I better not get by a poisonous snake. No, I would be going, Cliff's going to die. We laugh about it, but it is yeah. kind of sad. No, that's, that's absolutely true. Sad. That should be, you would think, a basic thing that everyone would know. And it doesn't really have to be all that complicated. I mean, you don't have to be, like, certified in CPR to know how to, like, make sure someone's airway is clear and, and, and check and see if they're breathing or their heart's beating or not. It's just simple stuff. It is simple. Yeah, make just... If there's if there's something bleeding, wrap something around it and squeeze. That just sounds kind of weird when you say it out <laughs> I mean, loud. It's true. I mean, if you get a if you get a bad cut on your arm, you want to just wrap it and and put some pressure on it. Maybe a tourniquet. You don't even know what a tourniquet is, do you? It's kind of like the ocean <laughs> color, isn't it? No, that's turquoise. Oh. <laughs> oh man, am I in trouble? Cliff, you're gonna die. Wow. You're going to. I'm telling you. <laughs> Could we please just go back to planking, please? This <laughs> we, is a new challenge, Cliff. There's a new challenge? Oh, my. And this What's one the is, new challenge? This one is gross. What is it? People yeah. are eating cereal and milk, <laughs> which is kind of bad right there, but they're doing it out of each other's mouths. That's the new challenge. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> so, we, I mean, we went from the planking thing where you would... So they're making videos... Uh, eating cereal and milk out of somebody else's mouth. That's just... And they're like using a spoon. They're like dipping the spoon into someone else's mouth. Like it's a bowl. Oh, yeah. That's disgusting. That is disgusting. That may be worse than the, ti- the Tide Pod Challenge. I, that's pretty bad. <laughs> wow. I'd be willing to bet, Cliff, those yeah. that are doing this challenge for yeah. whatever reason yeah. are probably the ones that get on the waiter and waitresses for not giving them a straw. <laughs> to drink out of their glass because they don't want their lips touching that glass. What do you bet? This is true. It's just uh, yes. You you won't you don't want to touch a glass, but you'll eat cereal out of somebody else's mouth. Yeah, I'll let my friend Johnny here <laughs> pop the top on my <laughs> mouth. Can we not just go back to the ice bucket challenge? That would be even better. Yeah, it was for a great cause anyway. Yeah, huh? and it's not always uh, pleasant on this program, Cliff. <laughs> it's not well, always pleasant. Yeah, <laughs> and we got the text message about the uh, cereal and the milk in your mouth thing. Yeah, saying that that was extremely gross. It's not always, you know. I so, mean, sometimes it's messy here. <laughs> but that is gross. I mean, you know, the, the irony is, is that I can, I can pull off a good poop story and people cheer. And yet we talk about having milk in someone's mouth, and they don't like that. <laughs> that is weird. Yes. Wonder why that is. I don't. Well, everyone likes a good poop joke, apparently. That's what I'm going to go with, anyway. <laughs> That's what you're going to go with. Everyone but you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't, I'm doing. It, I don't even know it. Uh, yes. Well, it's ingrained <laughs> in your head for some reason. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the phone line. Who okay. we have? Hi. Who's this? Uh, Cody Reed. Where are you from? Uh, Waitsville. Okay. Well, Cody Reese, which one of these uh, three ticket packages are you the most excited for? Deer and turkey. Deer and turkey. Have you been before? Yes, sir. And what do you like about it? Because I've never been. What's the big pull there? 
a bunch of the new shit. Hold <laughs> it. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, well. Or how about See, some of the new stuff, Cody? Stuff would be a better <laughs> phrase there. Yeah, let's just go with stuff. How's yes. that? Do you purchase stuff while you're up there, or you just kind of get an idea of what you want? I'll, I always take money up there. Oh, right. so you can't buy stuff there? Oh, yeah, I can. All okay. right. All right. Well, Cody, you drop by our Country 98.1 Studios. We've got four tickets for you. You have a great time, okay? Thank you. You know, the year is really young, Cliff, really young, and yeah, we've had a rash of that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It may be because of your jokes all the time. I have no idea what you're uh, talking about. And it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Earlier, Cliff, I mentioned the names Barry Pink and Sellers Peltier. means nothing to you right you now. You mean I have no idea who these people are? Yes. Well, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Barry Pink yes. sold marbles for a living Back in the 20s and 30s. You thought he sold marbles. That was his big thing. He went around to marble tournaments selling marbles. He was known as yeah. the Marble King. Everyone knew him by that name. Okay. And Sellers Peltier yeah. owned a manufacturing company that made the marbles. Okay. But Mr. Pink was so good at selling them, yeah. they couldn't keep up with the marbles. So these two gentlemen... Went together, yes. formed their own manufacturing company, brand new state-of-the-art in oh. 1949, Okay, and they made marbles together and continue to do so to this day, and they, of course, are called the company Marble King. Marble King. Marble King is the name of it. Yes, and they use them for marbles, you know, like you play the marble game. Yeah. They also use something I've never seen, the mm-hmm. little marble inside of a spray paint can. That keeps the uh, paint. That's a marble. Up. It's oh, a so it was like a ball bearing. I've never seen one of those. It's one of those things that you <laughs> would never dive into. You prefer into. to keep that inside the can. Yes. Yes. But evidently, Cliff, some yeah. of those cans actually hmm. use little marbles in there. Okay. And they yes. go through about forty-five hundred pounds of glass every day. Wow. In their uh, facility in Peyton City, West Virginia, <laughs> and at full capacity, yeah, they can shoot out. About a million marbles a day. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. And all of that you can take to the bank. Of course, if you bring marbles in there. <laughs> They're not really going to take that as a deposit. They're not really going to yeah. do that. Cliff, anything said today? <laughs> there were some stuff said. Yes. Let's go with number three. Cliff, you're going to die. <laughs> number two, everyone likes a good poop joke. The number one morning road show phrase for today became necessary when we gave Cody a bunch of tickets because of what he said, but we'll use the phrase, let's go with the word stuff <laughs> instead. Yeah. <laughs> let's go with that from now on. What do you say? Yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be Thanks. great. Yeah. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the contact us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.